And we are live on YouTube. The Love Gurus podcast is starting now. The Love Gurus are comics that bring comedic wisdom to the savages asking bizarre relationship questions on the internet. Your hosts are Suzanne Leah Shepard and Jake Vevra. I am the Love Gurus pet robot Cassandra. I love you. Oh, Sorry. I love you too, Cassandra the robot. Or right, that's that's Cassandra, right? It's like it's like a drawn out AU sound. I yeah, Cassandra, since she's British. Um, I just I love that we can peek out from the video and we can you know behind the scenes, literally. So it's true. It's yeah. true. It's uh, it's, it's like a little curtain, like a little. Oh no! Oh no! We, we've lost. Oh no! Someone. Now we're now we're in let the me let me again. fix our little uh. Doo -doo 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 -doo. There we go. Okay. Anyway, you are watching The Love Gurus. We are live on YouTube right now, or you're listening on SoundCloud or watching on YouTube later. Uh, if that's the case, catch us every single Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I guess that would be, what, 6 p.m. Pacific or uh, in between those two times if you live in some other place in between there. Not good with time zones. Uh, I think it'd be like 1 a.m. in the U.K. So, you know, if you've just been out on a rager... You know, oh, I thought I thought you were gonna guess one of the two time zones in between, and I was like, Jesus, this is not a tough math problem. But then you were talking like international. I'm like, yeah, I have no fucking idea. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna, I ain't gonna try to do that kind of math. You got to convert the temperature and everything. Yeah, Dude, yeah, like two, yeah, two thirds minus twenty seven. What? I'm not doing that in my head. That's, <laughs> Especially uh... once the goddamn metric system is involved. Uh, I mean, there's a there, there, there's a reason we base everything off of uh, British rulers' dick sizes and stuff like that because it's the most efficient. It's the most efficient. Fuck the metric system. <laughs> you can't have love across a measuring system. That's my yes. first piece of yes! advice. <laughs> you gotta be on the same side of the ruler to fall in love. <laughs> I'm standard. She's metric was one of the shittiest Garth Brooks songs ever written. <laughs> My, but that melody get, got me. That's, oh, yeah. uh, you know, not the words. Um, so I guess we lost a guest, but that doesn't matter because we, we have did. an amazing oh, oh, he's podcast. He's oh, is coming he back, back in. Yeah, there we go. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yay! And he's back. We, let me let me actually introduce our two guests now. Now that we now that we're up the floor again. Uh, first up, uh, first time on the podcast, hilarious stand-up comic. Follow him on social media, Adam Sokol. Thank you for being on the yeah. show. Thank you for being here, man. And also uh, another first-time guest, another hilarious stand-up comic. Uh, you can you can check him out on on the Bushwick Bears podcast. You can also see the Bushwick Bears show. Uh, stand up show live at the stand, 6 p.m. At oh, did he drop again? Yeah, Adam's I, down again. <laughs> but but either way, either way, the Bushwick Bears, 6 p.m. Check at out the, the Bushwick Bears show, 6 p.m. <laughs> ah, May 6th, 7 p.m. at the stand. Oh. Boris Hyken, thank you for being on the show. Yay! Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. I think, I think Adam is going in and out for Wi Fi because he he. Adam has this fun feature when he joins. It sounds like there's a pet chipmunk eating nuts. And he, yeah. he says it's a digital issue. Listen, Adam, whatever pets you have in your house, it's fine. We're not going to judge, okay? Uh, unless you literally are being blown by a chipmunk right now. <laughs> then I'm going to be very upset. I, I, I just watched the documentary, uh, my, my octopus teacher last night. And so now I'm against any weird sexual shit with animals. I'm saying that right here, people. No, wait, more. is that what, is that what that documentary is about? I thought it was like something humane. I think it's it is something more heartwarming humane. than blowjobs. It's, but... yeah, it's, it's mostly heartwarming. <laughs> it's a little gropey with the octopus. All right. Is I, it I one, octo <laughs> one octopus, eight men? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little, yeah. He cut out a little bit, but yeah, it, it, it seemed like a little uh, living hentai porn. Uh, They're smart, parts. right? They're supposed yeah, to be apparently. intelligent animals. So Which, an octopus. Well, yeah, I think I think this octopus is supposed to have a very uh, deep emotional, you know, connection with this with this scuba diver guy. I saw the Capable preview. Capable of just consent. Sorry. Uh -huh. 
yeah. capable of consent. That's it, it oh, wrote it out yes. in, yeah. in, in the sand on the beach floor. It wrote it out like it's cool. <laughs> I am down with this sign octopus. And there's eight signatures right next to it. So, you know, anal I two underneath. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah no it, it changed the way i look at octopus you know i used to occasionally eat uh octopus like at, at sea, seafood restaurants and stuff like that. yeah awesome. it is delicious i didn't know how smart they are now i'm like i don't i don't know if i want to eat it occasionally i gotta start eating that shit like twice a week i want that intelligence in me i'm dumb as fuck <laughs> i need to be smart like an Get octopus its powers. Get its powers. yes i will gain your power octopus I will be delicious and heartwarming, just like I'm, you and intelligent. I will jerk off eight men. <laughs> yes, I, I, I want to give eight hand jobs at once. I would make so much more money that way. I mean, it would be it would be amazing to grow another arm. Like you mm. know, if you, if you ate so many octopi that you grew another arm. I mean, yeah. assuming that the arm came in at a good spot, you know, like it would suck if it started growing out like the bottom of your foot or something. That would be yeah. good. Octopi. Like uh, apple pie, but better. <laughs> what a rounds out the Thanksgiving meal. Mm -mm. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you something else that is, is 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 good with Thanksgiving, and that is honing Savion Blanc. Yes, Ooh. the unofficial fifth member of the podcast, the white one. Uh, this is actually a really nice one, man. Um, it's 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 a little nicer than the shit we usually drink. It's like hmm. yeah, 17, 18 bucks this bottle, man. It's, it's oh wow. Good. Well, usually, usually I go ten. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's better. I mean, that splur. I mean, the you know, there's there's the ten dollar bottle of wine, and then there's the twenty dollar bottle of wine, and it like that is the difference between night and day, in my opinion. But yeah. then anything over twenty, I cannot tell. It could be a, a two hundred dollar bottle of wine. I'll be like, it kind of tastes like the twenty dollar one. What? Yeah, you know, you especially with like alcohol and food stuff, you really start to get diminishing returns after that kind of mid range. You know what I'm saying? Like the difference between a a fifteen dollar bottle of whiskey and a thirty dollar dollar bottle of whiskey is like huge. You know, yeah. but uh -huh. then you go thirty yeah. to sixty, and it's kind of like, eh, they're both still pretty good. I mean, some are better than others, but it's nothing like that fifteen to thirty dollar range. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so did, is Adam trying to, oh, oh there he, he is. is. He's back. He's on mute. He's on mute. Hey, what's going on? Nope. Oh, there he goes. Nope. Still on mute. Oh, let me, wait. <laughs> I think, I think I have the ability to this do This is my favorite. Can, yes. He's, he's doing it. He's doing it. Can he do it? Let's give him One, some background music. Two. Oh, can he do it? Yeah. Intense. Like saw music. It's like you're calling hey, a athletic game. Are, if you don't Yay! unmute yourself. Within, yeah, he made it. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think uh, this third time's the charm here. I, I think it's it gonna is. be amazing. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be amazing. We we got this now. <laughs> I do, I I do too. And uh, without further ado, now that we have all of our guests, now that we have plugged the delicious honing Sauvignon Blanc, did uh, we plug? Are you guys what's Adam's up? blog? Oh yeah yeah, check out uh, Adam's blog. Uh, Adam Sokol at WordPress.com. All right, now I'm, uh, I'm just going to cut out again, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I came back to do. <laughs> yeah. But without further ado, it is time for our first question on Love Gurus Podcast. People, write your questions into Podcast at yahoo.com or join us live every single Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Oh, here we go. Joel Smith is already with us. Uh, on yeah, YouTube. hi, Joel. I always thought intelligence was bred, not ingested or inserted. Or inserted. Be careful gaining knowledge, Jake. I, yeah, fool me once. Uh, shame on you, you octopus people. You know, I'm, I'm not. I also, uh, I disagree with the sentiment that intelligence cannot be inserted. <laughs> uh, some, some, some guys seem pretty smart. So that's true. <laughs> I did once claim that while I was pretending to be a professor, and, and it worked. I mean, it, you know. My TA you know, in college, yeah. Yeah. To tie back to my octopus teacher, I wonder, my mom said the same thing. She saw it and was like, I'm going to at least try to eat octopus less. But why is it that intelligence is, you know, like that's why we don't want to eat the thing? That's a good point because pigs are really smart, but we don't give a shit about them. Bacon's yeah. Yeah. Really so, yeah, Some people do. Yeah. So but it is a good point. I think it's also just when you humanize any animal, you right. know, the next like, 
three weeks afterwards, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe that. Then you, you know, then you get yourself to a good Greek restaurant and you're like, okay, the seafood platter. <laughs> People can be stupid too. Like I, maybe I feel bad for the stupid animals more than the smart ones. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a very uh, good point. I suggest we eat stupid people and not smart animals. Yeah, <laughs> very good. <laughs> woo -woo! It's true. I think I think I think Jeffrey Dahmer probably only ate the smart ones. If if I would imagine, he'd want to eat a smart one more. He's like this guy. He's hitting on a guy at a bar, and mm -hmm. and it's the guy like you know he he, he didn't even know. That America was in a war in between World War II and Vietnam. It's like, yeah, dude, it was a Korean War. Like, it was a huge deal. <laughs> this guy's too fucking dumb. I'm going to eat him, and his stupid genes are going to go into my tum tum and make me really fucking dumb. I'm not dealing <laughs> my with that. Tum -tum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I think that if you donate your body to science, like, just know it's a possibility that they might eat you. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, you're waving that right. <laughs> Soylent Green had to get developed somewhere. You know, like they didn't just start off day one, we're putting it in a can. No, they're starting off feeding dead people who volunteered for medical experiments to inmates and going, prisoner 36229, uh, you're getting an extra Sunday today. You're getting desserts. There you go. Eat it and tell us how you feel. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Um, same way they tested the Johnson & Johnson. And those inmates lied, which is why we got- The vaccine is people. <laughs> the vaccine is people. <laughs> Johnson and Johnson uh, is Dib made of people. Dibs on tweeting it, guys. Dibs on tweeting it. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, That's going to get yeah. taken down for disinfo for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, listen, uh, YouTube people, we also think that uh, Pfizer and Moderna is made out of people as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We equal across world vaccine. We don't discriminate based on uh, vaccination company. Started with the polio vaccine. Came, came right from FDR himself. Am I yeah. right? Yes. Okay. I think, yeah. New conspiracy theory. I don't think the polio vaccine was real. I think they were just taking all the sick kids <laughs> to a little fucking camp. You know what I mean? L little, uh, little, <laughs> little sniffle camp. And they were never heard from again. Who's good to baby sniffle? Um, so I, I, I'm sorry, but I do find this whole like Adam having his chipmunk <laughs> thing hilarious. But I, I think we just need to get on with the podcast because otherwise, Adam, uh, otherwise we're, we're never gonna get through it. Yeah. Um, should we, should we take our first? Yes. Question? But first, Joel says pigs are smart enough to know that they're delicious. Yeah, you know that's true. <laughs> if they didn't want to be eaten, why did they wear such delicious skin? That's what I want. Yeah. I know I'm delicious, and I take precautions to protect myself. Fucking <laughs> A. I am delicious. That's why I, I I drink a lot of what? Honing Sauvignon Blanc to make myself oh. age horribly and make myself look like a chubby, balding Steve Buscemi. That way, cannibals are like, I can't be good for you. Yeah. Turns out I am. Forrest is like force is like one bad sunburn away from being someone's main course. So he, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't stay in the sun. He gets a hat. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First question on the Love Gurus podcast. People write them into lovegurus yahoo.com. We're going to take one from the wild animals on Yahoo Answers. First question Having a phone call prior to a date? I recently went on a date with a guy and he asked for a phone call prior uh, to our face to face date. Although I wouldn't want to see him again. It was more of what I'm, he was more of what I'm looking for than the usual date I end up on. Great communication skills, engaging to speak with. I also found that this was reflected in the initial call we had. After reflecting on this, I thought, it seems like a good way to screen dates before I actually go on them. I've had many failed dates, and they were witty and entertaining in tech as texters, but not fun in person. I typically ended up having to lead the conversation. I'm wondering if anyone routinely likes to have a phone call prior to an initial meeting. Has it worked for you in general? Is it something you recommend? Um, I I can only think of a couple of times at most where I've actually had a phone conversation with someone before a date, and I feel like it's blowing your load early. Don't you? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because I've you know I've got I've got about I've got about an hour of you know good first date you know chat. And yeah. uh, so if I, if I talk to you on the phone for 20 minutes before, like, we're only getting coffee. We can't do food. Like, def, you know, 
I like doing it with a purpose. Like maybe if it's like, okay, let's figure out a place to go. Can I call you and we'll talk about what's near us or in your neighborhood or something? It might oh. be like an efficient. And then and then you're talking, but you're not like making shit up just to justify this extra phone call you've added as a step. Oh, that's a very interesting point. Having some sort of like logistical issue to work out because that also is kind of telling if they're just like a moron and are like, I don't know, like I like our right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got to know, are, are, are they going to be able to meet up with you with basic directions? You, you know, are they going to ask too many goddamn questions about how to get to the restaurant that it's like, I, I don't want somebody who gets lost. That's a fucking pain in the ass yeah. to deal with. Also, and this is going to make me sound very shallow, but it, especially uh, given the sound of my voice. But if some do one time, I've been on a few dates where the guy has like a, a very, very high pitched voice and it's such a turnoff for me. Like, so if they have, <laughs> I like was a heavyweight champion of the world in the 90s. And that bitch was lying. <laughs> she was lying. Hi, Suzanne. I'm so excited for a day. I'm like, ah! Like, I can't date you. But maybe well, you if you met in person. Cuddle, you hear me in person. <laughs> but, yeah, but, maybe, maybe if you met in person and they're hot, you'd forgive it. But on the phone, they're just handicapped to their voice. Let's be honest. I've never matched with someone who's like smoking hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like there's always a... There's <laughs> Not always even a with a high voice. <laughs> yeah i yeah i don't know maybe um but yeah it's if someone has like a really just high high voice i uh and it's always surprised sometimes it surprises you too because sometimes even like guys who are like you know they're like big dudes yeah they'll be like hello i'm a boxer <laughs> how are you right. and i can't i can't do that so a phone call would eliminate that uh that hurdle but um but i guess like yeah i on long watches on, on the beach, I like candlelit dinners, and I like eating Lennox Lewis's kids. <laughs> Those kids made me smarter after I eat them. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, Mike is out there eating every. That's why he ate. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's why he ate his ear because he was like, "Well, let's just try it." Oh Probably. yeah, Mike did eat a guy's ear. That's, that's right. what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Oh no! Children? Like Mike Tyson bit that guy's ear off. He and did. By the he way. Did. I heard afterwards Mike Tyson's hearing improved. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, he he fights crimes now. You know, he's like yeah. a superhero. Yeah. He just stands in the street and points the cops which direction to go. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, smell the shirt. Get it. Which way they went, Mike? Yeah, I can hear their screams still resonating <laughs> in the fabric. <laughs> One hundred percent. No, I'm uh, talking about the. There was a, a fight that he did like right after he got out of prison. It was like his first or second fight where they kind of put him up against you know you know kind of hey, kind of journeyman boxers or or whatever. Yeah, not like journeyman, but you know he wasn't fighting top ranked guys because he'd been right, off for and, like three years or something. And, and, and right and before so, prison, he fought his grandma. So it's a really right. large skip. Yeah. To be fair. His grandma did make it to the third round. And uh, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> I'm going to beat you just like when you was a young and boy, you know, and, and really just fucking saying mean shit to him that he hated. From yeah. childhood, clinching I, up. I, Your name is still Cassius, Mike. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, Mike Tyson is one of those people. I mean, talk about reinventing yourself 87 times. I mean, he's he was he's been on like comedy roasts. He did a one man special that I watched, and it was actually pretty good. Like, I think was, I saw that. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. Uh -huh. it, I mean, I wouldn't. I I think it was an hour, and I, I'm not saying the whole hour, but like the first 15 minutes, I'm like, okay, Mike, I'm listening. Like, right. it it was entertaining. I was. He's, he's sort of. He's an interesting guy to watch. Yeah, for sure. He sort of got an industry pass too, though, because he does have a history of things that today, if he would didn't go to jail for, would at least be like cancelable things in the Very in the true. in the comedy world for sure. In a time when you cannot ask a woman if you want to jerk off in front of her, going to prison for rape is going to hurt you. That's going right. to get a fucking right. Netflix special taken away. But I, I I don't know, man. He still claims he's innocent. I know he's not the first guy to ever say that shit. He wasn't, but yeah, I, I mean, right. Mike Tyson is the reason why I know what the word fornicate means because I right. remember as a, as, yeah. Yeah, as a child, yeah. I was like, Mom, what does fornicate mean? Yeah. She's like, Well, <laughs> no, but after he got out, he fought this guy, knocked him out within a minute. It's like 50 seconds. And then in the interview, he's just fucking going crazy. Lennox Lewis was the champion at that point. And uh, 
he, he's just fucking going on and on. Like, I want Lennox Lewis. I will eat his children. All praise to Allah. And it was just crazy. Like he said he was going to eat oh. a guy's kid and then praise Allah. Like right after that- it was the craziest thing. Is that the one where he was like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you in the ass till you tell me you love me? No, right? no was everyone, like that. everyone, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad you, you got your early Mike Tyson quotes down because <laughs> I, I've definitely gone on YouTube rabbit holes of like 80s and 90s Mike Tyson interviews. That was one where it was after he got out of prison, but this was during a press conference. A guy from the audience yelled out something like, oh, put him in a cage or just something, some hack shit, you know? He just turns around. He said, what? What'd you say to me, white boy faggot? And then just starts That's going. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts with that. He screams at this guy. And it's just a bunch of press people. There's no telling who the fuck said it. He's a guy in the middle of the room. He screams at this crowd of people for like eight minutes. It's And at one point, like he keeps calling him a faggot and stuff. And F word, I probably should. But he keeps, and that's and at one point, he's, he, he yells, yeah, but okay, if that's cancelable, I don't know what. I'm gonna fuck you in the ass till you love me. Like that's he screamed him, he screamed it out of like not even as a joke, not even as like a roast oh, yeah. joke. He just screamed that at a man in the middle of talking about how he was gonna beat him up and he was gonna fuck him. And this was like right after he got out of prison for a sex crime. And it's just like Jesus Christ. It yeah, go down, go down a rabbit hole of Mike Tyson quotes and interviews. Like it's so crazy. Well, well, you know, we we really we really uh, covered all bases. You know, a so heartwarming would, story about an octopus, yes. and then Mike Tyson using to his tie it back to the to question. I think you should definitely, you should definitely t- do the phone call first to make sure it's not Mike Tyson. He can't do any voice. <laughs> I think, yeah, no, 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 I'm not Mike Tyson. This is not Mike Tyson. Like if it's him, you got to kind of, huh? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I personally think that that. My final thought on this is that, listen, the only thing that I would be screening for is a voice and it's, you know, yeah, like, like Boris oh, said, you trying can, to get back in. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is, I was going to say, yeah. Oh, you, <laughs> dude, sorry. You've been waiting a bit for some reason. The fourth person where, when it comes to like letting them in, I have to like scroll down to see, I can barely see the top of the screen. So sorry. You've been waiting for a while. I, I am living for the drama <laughs> is, is Adam going to be here? <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> so Brought the big guns. My uh, my uh, my shitty computer. Uh, just uh, I thought I thought she could handle it, and she's just she just doesn't have it in her. So I just swap <laughs> out with my wife's computer. Oh, oh nice. That's better. Yeah, it, it does sound yeah. better, man. I'm not. Oh, we're not having you. the audio problem. So, dude, oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Thank, yeah, thank you for doing that. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what? So okay, Adam. In, ca- in case you missed the question. So the question is basically. So this girl's saying that she had a phone call with someone before a first date, and she's she's wondering if and and she was saying that the the first date uh, she thinks it went better, like communication wise, because they had this phone call. So now she's wondering should she instill this as a regular practice of having a phone call with a with a guy before she goes on a date with him? What what? How do you feel about a phone call before a first date? I mean, it's been it's been so long since I've been on a first date, but <laughs> I uh, and I. Man, I because I I'm not a rule I would do because I just hate the phone. But mm-hmm. if like wants to like feel out a little bit of chemistry, that seems like a great rule. You can weed out some of the the awkward folks who just can't handle the phone, like myself. I would get weeded right out. I would never <laughs> make it to a first date with this lady. But, but here's my but you would but here's what I think is awkward is that you. Like, obviously, like you have a phone call, but by that time, you already have a date set up. So if the phone call goes bad, you have to then like cancel the date, which I feel like is more cruel to be like. Well, that you do on text. That you, you know what would work? Phone. Yeah. Yeah. You know what would work better than a phone call is you both work out and then mail the shirt afterwards to each other and smell it. <laughs> a yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's Catch a big one. To the post office. Is you could weed that? out like a significant portion of the population that's just like, nope, this ain't gonna work. There's something in there that's not happening. Yeah, that's a really good um, point. I, it's yeah. What does he smell like? Because also something that could be weeded out before. I mean, 
But it's- Deanna on uh, on YouTube asks, do people still make phone calls? I don't know. This could be a fucking time traveler. They they could have driven in DeLorean 88 miles an hour and wasted their time travel on the shittiest Back to the Fu- Future sequel uh, just to ask us this question. So I guess we got to answer it well. But yeah, apparently this person does if if, if they're yeah, not. I think people, people every once in a while, you know, you're going to check in see what their voice yeah, i call like. my dad but i mean like once every two months the only time i ever call people outside of of that is is for work but like for personal reasons i don't i don't call i don't call anyone <laughs> no, yeah. um but maybe that says more about um how many people love me than <laughs> about the phone. yeah i think i only talked to my You're waiting parents for it to ring, and you, yeah. you would answer it just if only someone called. <laughs> yeah, they, no one just no one picks up. That's why I don't have a phone call ever. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I think that this I I don't know. I mean, she could try it certainly. But yeah, going along this uh, this old school path of having a phone call before I don't know just seems like a waste of time. Just plan a short date. What about you guys? What <laughs> final advice do you have for this this person? I think since it, I mean it's obviously important to her, or else she wouldn't have done it the first time and wouldn't have asked a question. So I think she's answered her own question. It's something <laughs> she's gonna want, so she should keep on doing it. Keep I on. I think I think she's wrong, and I think she's fine to try it uh, and keep going. And I bet she'll have some awful dates after a phone call and realize that's not actually a correlating. the crazies will find their way in yeah Yeah. i mean this this is a tough one for me to answer because the only internet dating sites i used to use were the ones on the dark web where you would just meet up above a cd jewelry store in midtown wearing only a blindfold so i mean there wasn't a lot of talking involved honestly even in person (laughs) uh that said I, I think uh, what we were saying at the, at the beginning is the move. If, if you talk too much on the phone, this is why I never liked the dating sites is because even, even texting, there's too much talking to where like I'm using up all of my s- small talk points. I, I talked like to, to one person on the phone and that's the hostage negotiator. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> better be fucking dead if I'm on the phone. Like, no, I, I, don't, I don't get on the phone for nobody. I'm technically still a millennial, despite the fact that I'm aging poorly. I, 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 I was born in 83. I'm a millennial. I only talk on the phone in, 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 during a crisis. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, oh, young also, people, they can text their grandparents. That, that, would be, that would be fucking awesome. I mean, most of my grandparents are dead, but you got to call them every time. You can't just text them. Teenagers and like people in their twenties, they text their grandparents. That's that's amazing, right there. Yeah. Joel on YouTube says, "Adult Friend Finder was never a dating site." No, but I paid my rent with it back in the day. Uh, <laughs> it, it was it was used for a lot. It also says he remembers the Tyson comeback fights. If he remembers correctly, he whipped Dahmer's nutritionist and served him up with a creme brulee. That's right. That was one of the things that he said he was going to do to that reporter in his fucking eight minute blackout rage scream was uh, eat, eat Dahmer's nutritionist with a creme brulee. And then he bit a guy's ear off. So it turns out it was a fucking premeditated ear biting. HBO, HBO will air anything. Am I right? I oh yeah. <laughs> yes. They don't care. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I, 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 Mike Tyson interviews were better than any stand-up comedy special from the nineties. They were amazing. <laughs> They're I like, fucking love those things. Yeah, we have George Carlin or Mike Tyson ripping some of <laughs> Mike Tyson in a blind rage screaming at a camera. It's yeah. fucking amazing. It's amazing. Um, well, you know what else is amazing? The fact that we answered that question so good. Um, oh, I think we're ready for our next question. Oh, that's right. Next question on Love Guru's podcast. People, we need your questions. So tune in uh, every single Thursday, 9 p.m. Ask them in the chats on YouTube or write them to lovegurus.podcast at yahoo.com. We're going to take one more from the crazy, wild, wild maniacs on Yahoo Answers. Next question. Women, do you expect to be told early on what size penis the man has so that you don't end up awkward laughing or disappointed later <laughs> oh, what <laughs> uh, i want a blueprint of your pussy before our date <laughs> what is that most most of the other men that struggle with their size said that they prefer to tell a woman before uh beforehand because 99 percent of the time it ends up being a disappointment anyway and in certain cases the woman laughs what's your opinion 
Imagine you started talking to me. I got friends in low places. <laughs> go, go ahead. We like each other. Things escalate. And the next thing you see, you see my size, which is far below even average because I'm quite tall, 6'3". Um, oh, you, no. So that fucking thing. Dude, if you're 6'3 and you got to. Oh, the proportions yeah. are way off. You, you yeah. are I want to I want to be I want to be five foot two with a fucking nine incher. That's the move. That's I, photogenic. That looks like a goddamn fleshy pogo stick at that point. <laughs> You aren't expecting it at all, and you end up awkwardly laughing or just disappointed. And then you text saying, really enjoyed your company, but I don't think it'll work. What's the appropriate way to tell a woman that I'm small? End of the first date? Start of the second? <laughs> um, I mean, this is this is awkward because, okay, personally, I don't think it is all about, you know, weighing size. I think that there's a lot more that, that goes into it. That being said, like with, if it is a micro, if it's like a legit like micro penis, I I do kind of think that that needs to be a conversation before you before it comes out. Like just just because, so it's you know you're not you know. So it's not the opposite of the other. Do, do you see what I'm doing with my hands? Sure. <laughs> you're so, fluffing it yes. for best presentation. Yeah. T I Tim, on, I Tim on YouTube says, I don't know what I would do. Get good with my hands and tongue. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, Dirty 10 says, right after you say hello, let her know right <laughs> now. Yeah. I, mean, I, do, I, I like candlelit dinners, long walks on the beaches, and now, guys, here's the thing. I like problem. to scissor. This is why I put her in my business cards. I just hand them right there as soon as I, you know, I introduce myself. And that's it. Now, here's the question in metric or American. That's the ah, that's yeah. 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 Uh -huh. You're like, I am, I am 10. And oh, if it's in metrics, you get to count your foreskin as well. Yeah, that's one of the rules in the EU. Yeah, it's height dick. Sean McDaniel saying, "Yeah, height dick proportion." Are you down with never been more happy to be short? Yeah, I mean that that's actually good. <laughs> I I love that acronym, HDP. It because it does it does make a difference. But you know, because if you're HDP if you're, was a wrestler in the '90s who was only legal to fight in uh, Tijuana. They would not allow him on TV. <laughs> but here's here's what would be awkward. I mean, what if you are like legit five two? And you have like a massive wang, and then you go to the pool. Like, doesn't I mean that's a like I feel like if I had a short boyfriend and he had a massive dick that obviously would like show through his swimsuit, I feel like people would be looking at me at the pool like, damn, <laughs> damn, your <laughs> vagina. Like they're asking questions <laughs> about my vagina based on what his swim trunks look like. Like that wouldn't be okay. They're coming up to you when he goes to the bathroom like, ma'am, are you okay? Do you need medical attention? <laughs> yeah. You need me to help you walk. Can you walk? Okay. Yeah. You can never like twist an ankle because if you're walking funny, everyone's going to assume that, otherwise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you can't wear heels because if you step wrong, people are going to be like, damn, her vagina. Like. <laughs> You've been veiny jackhammered and you need assistance. <laughs> yeah. Here's a bandage. Um, whereas, whereas like if it's, yeah, if it's, if the HDP is right, people aren't asking that question. Um, but I do feel bad for guys in general, because obviously it's, it's something that's so important, but you can't help. Um, but I just think, yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, would you, would I, any of you feel comfortable? Like, let's say you did have like a micro penis, like I'm talking like, you know, or, you know, like, would you say something to your partner beforehand? It, it probably should be broached. I don't know. And so, sure. but at, at what point? So he's, his question is, you know, should it be after the first date? Should it be like, at what point would you, would you broach that subject? Third date? Third? Yeah, that's a good I'd say I'd say some sometime after sex. After sex, after then, sex. Yeah, then then you bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> then you. I had to for sex. By the way, uh, <laughs> by the way, it's kind of on the smaller side. I, um, I know you thought nothing happened just now, but uh, it did, and I came. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you got two problems. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Joel on YouTube says, uh, Suzanne. Can you give a definition 
of micro please asking for a friend <laughs> it, no it's it's a medical it's like a medical term and it basically is um it's like it it looks like a like if they have a bush it just looks like a bushy vagina like there's nothing like protruding basically so um, it looks like it looks like buffalo bill from silence of the land doing a little happy dance to goodbye it, it looks like yeah it looks like it's tucked but it's not wow it's yeah and so yeah i mean it's it's definitely like unfortunate um my brother has said that there was someone that we went to high school with that totally had one i won't name names but like <laughs> he, he he brought this story up probably 20 years after he graduated high school and like i mean it's just so that's how impactful it was wow what so what got it. him on this story was it at thanksgiving well, was you did did your grandma take? Now here's the wishbones. It's two little little bones. Right, <laughs> put them in your hand and pull them apart. And your brother was like, "Ooh, this brings back memories." Little it was, bones, you say. It, the reason why it stuck out is because we were kind of we we had obviously like been drinking, so like my brothers and I were kind of drunk, but we were we were just chit chatting about high school things, about like hometown. You know, you had to be there kind of stories. And this story came out of the blue and it was, and you could, and he told it in a way that you could tell he'd been keeping it in for years and he'd been <laughs> wanting to share this with other people. He'd been wanting, he needed to tell someone about it and he was drunk enough where it, it, it came out and, and we were like, and, and I, and I'll, I'll, I'll never forget about it. When I, when I, I'm still friends with this guy on Facebook. So when I see him post on Facebook, I'm, I'm always like, I wonder if what my brother told me is true. <laughs> I, I, I'm picturing this in in, in a movie. I, I'm picturing you and your brother drunk at a bar. Uh, Randy Newman's song, Short People Got No Reason to Live, is just playing <laughs> in the background. And he's just like, you got to hear about Gary. And and then it just it just comes spilling out. Uh, yeah. Tim on, on uh, YouTube says, Jason Statham plays a guy with a small one in London. He vents to the main character about it in a bathroom. Jennifer Bale is is London. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think this should probably. Be I think I think that that's just more a testament to how Jason Statham can make anything fucking macho, even yeah. his micro penis, right? He can, like, yeah, he can, he can come out. Is. You know what I mean? He he shoots some guy in an action movie. He turns around to a lady at a bar. I'm Jason Statham. I got a micro penis. You all right with that? And she's like, He's yeah. great. Yes, I love your micro penis, Jason Statham. <laughs> and then he sweeps her up and he's like, "It's time for one of us to get micro brood," you know. And, he, like, and then he whisks her out the door, <laughs> and that's it. He's good representation for the community. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. What what Talk what Bruce Willis? Child. Yeah, what what Bruce Willis did for 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 bald guys in the eighties yeah. and nineties. Yeah. Jason Statham. Uh, Bruce was like always carrying the torch for bald guys, and Jason Statham was like. No, not really. I'm taking it about 16 steps further. How big is your Johnson? And Bruce Willis was like, pretty big. He's like, mine's little, and I'll still steal your lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I, I mean, it's it's obviously something that is so nerve-wracking. Um, but, I mean, this guy, I think this guy, I mean, but but also, it's something that, like, everyone has something about their body that they don't like. I mean, to varying degrees. So it's just something he's just got to be confident about it because if he's like confident, if he's Jason Statham, Jason Statham ish, you know, in the bedroom, like she's not going to care as much. So if he has that confidence and swagger. Have you ever like scissored with a man before? <laughs> what about a really hot bald one with a six pack? Yeah. So I see, I think that that's great advice. We, he just needs to be Jason Statham, Jason Statham, and it doesn't matter if if he tells her, if he just shows her, if he is like that fucking hot macho, you know, guy. Uh -huh. <laughs> I wonder if his, if this is defamatory against Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna see if Jason Statham is gonna be on oh, Instagram Live. I would like you to know, I do not have a micro penis. I've uh, been told just... it is almost average. So the next week's show is just him kicking the shit head. out of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna do a barrel roll through the window and back of me and just beat the living shit out of me. It kind of yeah, either that. I mean, I think yeah, a more tame option is that we get a dick pic from Jason Statham. Uh. Also key. <laughs> it needs also to have the face in today's newspaper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's going to assault me right here on the Love Gurus podcast. And now, just like Mike Tyson in the 90s, I'm going to fuck you till you love me, you know? And then, boom, right here on the podcast. Oh, amazing. Um, well, well, great. I think we answered that question. Should we, oh, should we yeah. talk about our wine? I think so, too. Let's hear from our uh, somewhat kind of sponsors. People, do you need a nice, refreshing Sauvignon Blanc? You can't do better than honing wine. Um, in 1980, we made our first vintage of honing Sauvignon Blanc in honor of our grandfather, Louis Honing, who had recently passed away when Louis purchased our Rutherford Vineyard. He dreamed of sharing wine with family, friends, and community. All allegations against our grandfather Lewis are false. <laughs> today, not say that. today our flagship wine. All right, today our flagship wine can be found around the world, and our grandfather's dream lives on. Join us as we celebrate the past forty years and toast the years to come. Sixteen was legal back in Simona country during the 20s. Okay. Sauvignon Blanc, get you some. <laughs> I mean, that started out as a very heartwarming story, and then it kind of kind of took a turn for the worse that rich grandpa kind of Harvey Weinstein himself. Yeah, I mean, I think he was kind of trying to win us over with a nice Miramax cartoon at the beginning, and then <laughs> he fucking... And by the end of it, he's getting fucking busy in the top of a potted plant in front of us. And I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm sure yeah. he's a nice guy. I will say this about it. It's goddamn delicious. Nice, medium bodied, uh, citrusy, crisp one with a nice smooth finish. Um, I, I think his intern was lying. <laughs> anyway, let's take more <laughs> questions from the wild animals on Yahoo Answers. People, write us your questions at Yahoo at uh, Love Gurus Podcast at Yahoo.com or give us the questions in in the um, in the chat here on on YouTube like uh, like Joel on YouTube says Grandfather Lewis had a micro dick. No he didn't it said it was seven inches on the back of here. It said he had a nice one. Uh, <laughs> they modeled the bottle after it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we modeled it after our grandfather's massive <laughs> They fucked up the circumcision at the top, admittedly. <laughs> All right, that the, the rabbi took a little too much off. Yeah, the, the moil had too uh, much, uh, too much of the wine. Yes. <laughs> smooth. Sean in YouTube says smooth finish, like a Statham orgasm. That's right. That would be a better <laughs> tagline, I think, than our grandfather didn't do it. I, I, but I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe if they make a, maybe if they make a nice Pinot Grigio, model it at made uh, uh, Statham orgasm but next question on a love gurus podcast from the wild animals on yahoo answers next question is it ever a good idea to redate someone we dated and really clicked but ultimately things didn't work out the first time around there are a few major factors in our lives that caused it to be that caused us to be incompatible but now those factors have changed I recently reached out to her out, out and he has been enthusiastically there for me and encourages me to continue to reach out to him. It seems as though he's really trying to let me set the pace of communication. While we ultimately agreed to end things, he has uh, he was more so the one who did not want things between us to end. I'm realizing that my feelings are still there for him and now these factors have changed. I'd like to explore a potential relationship with him again, but... I'm unsure of how to bring up this idea. At this point, we've only had text conversations since getting back in context. It's been about six months since we broke up and we dated for around 10 months. Is it a good idea to redate? Um, I think no, right? <laughs> I, think you, I think you can oh, do it once, but then don't do it again. Yeah. If it doesn't. If you fail twice, then maybe try to learn from yeah, that. Yeah, don't go, don't go for three. Don't go for three. Yeah, it's, ah. I just, it's, I think it's a bad idea because you, because, you know, there's, there's also, also, this person sounds like she or he attracts drama. And the reason why I say that is because she says that there were quote unquote major factors in their lives that caused them to break up six months ago. Like, Oh, oh. Yeah, I was thinking this was going to be years, years ago. Yeah, so, had you uh, said major factors, it's been two years, everyone's, you know, cancer-free now or whatever, that's different. <laughs> but the fact that, like, six months has gone by and you're like, 
That was that was just a scare. Like, and everything's fine now. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> right. I, I mean, I say stay with him. If I if I had to count how many weddings I've been to, where during the middle of the speeches they were like, we took that six months apart early on and then got back together. I mean, I mean, you know. Yeah, it's I has it have I I feel like I have, but I can't even remember a scenario of, of dating someone and then getting back together with someone. And it uh, it but it just is never. You know, you you look back on that. It's like, and it's very easy. Like, so you date someone for ten months, you break up for reasons that are very valid at the time. Major reasons. Yeah, major, major life changing reasons. Then you just go on like a few bad dates, and then you're like, oh, but actually, you know, Brian was kind of a nice guy, wasn't he? Maybe I should get back in touch with you know. It's the pandemic. People are lonely. Don't let that fog your vision. Yeah, Joel in 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 the YouTube comments, uh, he gave us a beautiful beautiful quote from one of our fine fine ex presidents. He said, "Redate? Fuck no." Friends, wait, no, I'm reading the wrong one. I'm, I'm reading the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. I, I I started moving the little thing with the comments. Uh, here we go. Uh, fool me once, shame. Yeah, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me, fool me twice. I won't be fooled again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, dude, I would have done that so much better if I could have read it right the first time. I decided <laughs> to, I decided to get fancy and start no, moving a little see, bar see, up and I, down. Listeners, wow. I just want to point out that Jake is actually doing this on purpose, based on the conversation we had at the beginning of the podcast about eating smart things. Now he's scared. Okay, so he doesn't yeah. want to show his intelligence. Uh huh. Someone show up at his house and eat his leg off. Turns out you know? uh, I've been eating octopus, so I've been getting crazy like Rain Man <laughs> smart without all the stuttering. Uh, I've I've have stolen all of your IDs since the beginning of the start. Even you guys in the YouTube <laughs> chats, uh, I've, I've I've bought all kinds of shit off of Amazon. I'm I'm going crazy. I'm I'm doing but like Bernie Madoff s- action over here. But you're also sitting in the bathtub 18 hours a day. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm sure it's, 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 it's a trade off. It's a trade off. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, he just inks somehow. Weird. You know what's an important? Trying to find small little fishes and eat them while they're still alive. Also, I'm scared of sharks for some reason, even though I'm only in a. <laughs> I think an important contingency is how old you are. If this person's like 20, like fucking have at it. Try again. Who gives yeah. a shit? Ah. But if you're like, if you're like 40 and uh, have uh, and like single and whatever, like. I hope you learned something in those 10 months of dating where you can figure out now if this is the person, you know, like six months later, you should have moved on probably. See, I actually almost, I almost, uh, I almost think the opposite. Like, I think the opposite. I think that if you're in your twenties, it's kind of like, you're not going to set, you shouldn't settle down when you're 22. So don't like, don't, you know, go through the Rolodex, you know, wait until you're older. But if, but if you're like 70, Yeah. Date that person. Yeah. Date that person. You're Go through the Rolodex. Yeah. Oh, Plan B. I dated him once in my twenties. I thought he drowned on the Titanic because I wouldn't let him on the board I was staying on after the fucking thing sunk. Turns out the guy got away and he's been living with a hooker in in Venezuela the whole time. And now he's alive. He's back up here. He's painting pictures of me naked again. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, I mean, what a what a fun guy, you know. Now that Venezuela's, you know, done done what Venezuela does, he comes to America and they fall in love. That's an amazing love story, in my opinion. Dude, Titanic sequel. That uh, Warner Brothers did not buy it from me. Fuck them. I'm making it on my own. I'm making it on my own. You, you guys don't it. get any of the royalties for this one. And then they break up again for six months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he, major he, life <laughs> changes. He, yeah. he, he pretends to quote unquote drown again and he's off with another hooker, you know. Hey, drown on me once, shame on you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Third beat. Yeah. You pretend to drown once, you ain't gonna fool me again. But I also think the the thing about redating someone is that it it seems like a much better idea than it really is because it you know, it's like that idea. It's like that, you know, you get that texting chemistry going because you kind of already like know each other's personalities a bit. You know each other's sense of humor. So you can say funny things over text. But then when you actually see the person again, it's like, oh, uh, yeah. Hi. You start to remember why you broke up. Yeah. yeah. 
Because when you when you have the pleasantry text back and forth with an ex, you remember their best of album. You know what I'm saying? You you remember the hits. Yeah. You you, you don't remember. Everybody always thinks of the white album as as I dig a pony and, and stuff like that. They, they're not thinking of number nine where they just go number nine, number nine, number nine. There was a lot of number nine to your fucking exes. In fact, more number nine than Hey Jude. Even though I think that was off of Let It Be, but the point still stands. <laughs> Okay, point still stands. You're not remembering the number nines, number nines, when fucking John and Yoko were just eating acid and writing whatever the fuck kind of lyrics, and then you guys recorded it for some reason and said, let's make a double album instead of cutting this shit out of it and then <laughs> making it, you know, like you just, they had a lot of This is why you got shot. This is why I would like to think that before that guy pulled the trigger, he's like, you never should have fucking recorded number nine. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> and John was like, Paul always said number nine would be the death of me. I didn't I didn't believe him. Didn't believe him. And it was nine millimeter that he was referring oh! to. <laughs> Back to metric system. Ooh. <laughs> um, amazing. Well, Joel, Joel says, if you're 20, no, don't do it. If you're 50, grab that rope before you're at the end. Yeah, I, I think age, you know, I think that people's opinion based on ages is, is going to be different. But, but, you know, as you said, Boris, that is a big factor. It's a big factor because um also the other thing about age is the older you get like it probably was like more likely some huge crisis like maybe this person lost a house but if it's like you're in your 20s it's probably you just had to move in with your parents again for a little bit like not a big deal you went to spain for the summer (laughs) (laughs) you privileged piece of shit into life changes um yeah, I, I I got back with the next after six months, and by the time I got back with her, she ended up having a micro penis. When I got back, I'm like, "What is that? This wasn't yeah. this wasn't there before. What is, what is this? What do oh. you mean? What this? You know, actually, okay. So I didn't start, I didn't date, but I did go on one date with a guy. I remember, and actually, it is a terrible idea. And and the reason why was because I was so self-conscious about what I looked like for that date. So we had this date plan and I think like it was like a week, like I had some lead time. Right. And I like fuck. And I know this sounds awful, but I like fucking starved myself because I wanted to like feel skinny and like, I wanted, so I like lost like some weight for this date. I like spent, you know, so much time getting ready, like picked out the perfect outfit. Like it's, so yeah, it, it was, and it was terrible for my self-confidence. Obviously this guy and I didn't get back together by any means. Like, so yeah, the more I think about it, do not redate. Like you're worth more than that. Even if you are crazy and have <clears throat> crazy life events. Uh, I did it. I did it once in my twenties. I dated a woman and then we broke up and then I did it again a little bit after. And when you break up with someone a second time, they get angry. <laughs> they, do, they do not like that. Oh yeah. Honestly, and if they don't get angry, like they fucking suck. Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Get your get your shit together. Yeah. Have some kind of emotion. Have a personality. Care. Some self respect. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's I, there's some women I'm such dicks to in relationships when they're when they're messaging me back on on Facebook and sometimes I'm I'm just going like. What the hell happened in your life to where you even want to speak to me again? Jesus, I just, I want to send you a goddamn therapist. I want to send you Dr. Phil in the mail going, why are you texting him back? What the hell happened to you when you were seven to where now you're going with this creepy uh, Jim Brewer looking guy if his mother drank in the womb? You're better than that. You need to do better. Yeah, I, I think that that's my final advice. You can do better, and uh, that's that's what we all should do. Unless you can't. Unless you, know, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely grab that, uh, grab that second chance. Yeah, then be yeah. grateful for anyone willing to come back and fuck you again. <laughs> yeah, I should do better, but I can't. If your life sounds like the title of a sad, sad country song, then I guess go back out with them again. But yeah. yeah um amazing well i think we answered that question should we do one more absolutely last question on the love gurus podcast write your questions into lovegurus podcast yahoo.com or ask your questions live in the chat 
uh, Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. We're going to take one more question from the Wild Animals on Yahoo Answers. Is he being honest with his feelings? I'm a 28-year-old female, and I met Sam, who's a 24-year-old male, on Instagram three or four years back. It was great. We, I loved his company, had amazing conversations. It wasn't a regular thing because he would travel a lot and get busy with work and everything. We were going out with other people as well. <laughs> it wasn't serious between us. Last year, I asked him twice if he would want to be in a relationship with me. His answer was that he was way behind in his career and that his plans weren't consistent or concrete enough to be in a relationship. Now, I've that's- said that one before. <laughs> <laughs> And meanwhile, my parents were looking for a suitable groom for me. And since there was no future with him, I decided to move on and give arranged marriage a shot. I met the guy and he was nice and we got along well. Sam got to know about this and he did not take it well. He said that he felt like he was being used and cut off without giving him a heads up. He blocked me and said that he wished he had never met me. Six months later, he texts me saying that he can't stop thinking about what we had together. Uh, I told him that I felt like I wasn't important enough, so I didn't think it mattered if I moved on. He went on to say that he's never gotten over me and the level of chemistry and intimacy we once had with each other. Is he being real with his feelings? Wow, this Woo! is turning into the best romance story Bollywood ever made. This is this is like <laughs> the, the, the Indian... I mean, graduate he's banging on the fucking glass I, don't marry the guy that's better than me in every way yeah <laughs> i feel like this is the first time that i've that we've had a question on the podcast and i genuinely am kind of like i kind of want to know what happens in six months like sometimes i'm curious but like i'm yeah. I really genuinely want to know i mean yeah because there's so much drama like We've got, a, you know, he he kind of snubbed her before and was like, whatever, my career is so much more important than you. And she's like, cool, well, I'm just going to go and get arranged marriage. Meanwhile, her parents find this, like, awesome groom for her who's probably totally rich. And she's like, cool, this guy sounds awesome. And he's like, wait, you, you're supposed to be obsessed with me. What, what gives, you know? Yeah, Sam sucks. That's, I think that's, that's the one objective. That we, the one thing we know for certain. I don't know what's going to happen or what anything, but we can all agree that Sam fucking Sam sucks. sucks. Sam totally yeah, yeah. sucks. I'm going to stand Sam's up dick. for Sam right now, and I'm going to say maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it might depend on how old they are in this picture as well. If Sam is like, Wait, Boris, Sam I can't is like twenty. For everything. Well, you know, it's just an important no, no, nuance. But also, sorry, sorry, not to interrupt you, but because she she says she's twenty eight, she's twenty eight, and Sam's oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, know yeah. How old that falls are. in there. I was gonna say Sam's never, twelve. I, Let him grow up. Sam's <laughs> <laughs> he's doing so lie, good in my algebra class in Florida. I'm telling you, he's the best. He's the best student I ever had. He's 37, but says he's 28. And his career that he's behind in is being a DJ. No, Sam oh Sam God. is awful. Shut <laughs> up. That would be so funny. Yeah. See, he's a DJ. Um, but Turns yeah, out he... I'm Sam. Uh, I'm like, why? <laughs> why? I, I, I shave my hair like this on the sides and in the back. I I, I, I do that because I feel older than my age. But uh... yeah, she but but yeah, I, but I agree, I agree. I do agree that age always has a factor. So but this time we do. Uh, fortunately know right. how old they are and it's um you know it's i think that if you're again to me it's just jealousy sam sam's just being a douchebag because yeah. she she asked him she straight up asked him she said look sam let's have a relationship he's all like no i gotta i gotta go play this uh cowboy bar in uh arkansas because my dj career is blown up i'm gonna be the next uh -huh. DJ. Uh, and totally snubbed her, and she. The only not. thing he did like Avicii was fucking OD. You know, oh, <laughs> that's, that's that documentary is like hella sad. Um, but, uh, I haven't anyway. seen. Is it more sad than the octopus one, or less sad than? The I octopus haven't one? seen the octopus. You one, haven't seen the I octopus one. Oh, I gotta watch the octopus one, but yeah. you gotta watch it's, it, it's a... dude. You gotta watch it with a good TV with the lights off. It's one of those. I'm telling like, you, it fucking looks cool. After you see that one, you will never want to eat Avicii again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm only eating octopus, no DJs. Octopus are way smarter than DJs. And oh I man, they, they the can spin. They, in me. 
Shut they could up, spin eight records at once. Yes, oh. it would be the best <laughs> DJs. Oh my god! <laughs> totally. Or four records, four hand jobs. However, you want to do the math. Yeah, yeah. That's oh gonna gosh. that's gonna be on the deleted scenes to get away from the shark this time. The, the the goddamn fish started playing eight records at once, and the ocean had no choice but to dance. It couldn't eat her anymore. It had to fucking dance. It had glow sticks and everything. <laughs> oh, um, Joel says, "Holy Christ, Hallmark has nothing on this letter. She needs to move across the country and change her name to Jake." Um, How do you know she didn't already do that? <laughs> <laughs> This could be me going full like uh, Kevin Spacey in The Usual Suspects, you know, yeah. writing my own, writing my own question on Yahoo Answers. I'm talking about it here, like I don't know what's going on. I start walking normal at the end. I I I, I stop acting drunk. Turns out this is all apple juice right now. Yeah. The whole fucking thing is a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, but okay. I think that we also need to take a step into the direction of we need to 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 hypothesize about this groom that she's potentially marrying through the arranged marriage. Are we in agreement that this groom has to be either like rich or like has something amazing going for him? Right, like some something about this groom has to be amazing, which is maybe Sam to have parents like pick, Her parents picked the groom for his huge dong. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we can see it through the jeans. We can see it through the goddamn pants. Perfect for our daughter. Yeah. Did I miss, are they using an arranged marriage in like the literal sense or just like her parents hooked her up with somebody through somebody they knew? Sounded like it was literal. Yeah. Literal, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It says like, uh, I've never heard somebody arranged, go. Arranged marriage a shot. Like My mom like introduced me to this guy. Him. It's totally an arranged marriage. Like I've, I've never, no, yeah, this is like a, <laughs> yeah. like a thing. So yeah, it's just, Sam is just like being such a douchebag. I think that she should marry the rich guy that her parents are trying to set her up with. And, you know, it be, because also the thing that is against Sam from the get-go is they met on Instagram. Like what? Like, right. I, I mean, that to me is, or maybe that just shows that I'm a million years old. <laughs> like, I like the I like the hypothesis that fuckboys are going to bring back arranged marriages. Like, it's just going to be like, <laughs> enough. Let's just do this. Yeah. It, it There's gets, too it gets, many fuckboys out here. I need yeah. my parents to just find a guy who's not a fuckboy. Mom, dad, I need you to find me a fuck man. These other guys I'm finding on my own just suck. Yeah, if I if I call, I mean, yeah, there's certainly times I thought <laughs> I've thought about it. If I could just call my dad and be like, "Dad, it's never it's never gonna happen. You just need to pick someone." He'd be like, "Well, that's not like a like in our culture or beliefs." I'm like, "Can we adopt it?" <laughs> We're converting to somewhere where I don't date a, a seventh DJ in a row. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it looks it looks grim, but I I think that she has a bright future. Sam, meanwhile, it's it's never going to happen for him. Um, Probably not. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Joel says I'm concerned about the whole arranged marriage thing. I'm from the South, so that could mean that Mom thinks Bagger at Piggly Wiggly is quite the catch. See, <laughs> okay, I understand. I want to see that movie. That's, that's I want to see asking. the movie about about like like an Alabama arranged marriage. It's just a thing to where it's like, no, girl, you're gonna marry Dale from the Cracker Barrel. He's 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 assistant manager. And she just fucking drags her in in a headlock, and they just get married. You see how straight that boy's spine is? He's a catch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, maybe he is a bagger at the Piggly Wiggly, but there has to be – I am dead set on there has to be something about this groom that is awesome. And that is why Sam is so raging with jealousy because she probably didn't mm -hmm. change. She probably was still the exact same person. It's just that she is now not his punching bag and he and Sam can't and Sam can't stand it because he's a jerk. Sean says uh, the groom is named Kobayashi. Well, that would be a good reason to arrange marriage someone to Kobayashi, the the the, the eating championship guy. guy. If it's it? if yeah, if it's like listen, I'm arranged marriaging you to this person for grandkids reasons. A he's rich because he's 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 a famous you, you know, world champion of something doesn't matter what the thing is. He's a world champion of something. Also, your your kids, my grandkids, 
are going to have genetics that will let them eat 87 hot dogs a day and still keep a six-pack? Kobayashi, you're marrying Kobayashi. I don't care, Linda. You're marrying Kobayashi. <laughs> yeah. The wedding spread is just hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds amazing. I would totally. My grandkids get to eat all fucking day. Just pizza for lunch and dinner. Never gain a pound. Kobayashi. In fact, Kobayashi, if I ever have a daughter, you're marrying her, sir. I know my daughter's going to be way younger than you. I know it's probably not going to be legal in many states before you die. But I will move to whatever fucking crazy. We're going to Utah. I want Kawayashi, I want you and my future daughter to have a compound in Utah where our grandkids can eat whatever they want. Are you I, sex trafficking for hot dogs right now? <laughs> I, I, that would be a very Midwest thing to sex traffic for. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what kind of meat is this for? I mean, this is kind of <laughs> fucked up, but like, this is one of them fancy cows from Japan that gets fed like sake and massages and gets jerked off by octopuses all day or whatever like it makes it's one of them cows yeah whatever me yeah i, I think it, it sounds amazingly yummy yeah so yeah that so maybe that that could be another a route for her just yeah go ahead and marry your kobayashi uh boyfriend any any other final advice for this uh for this young young lady no uh, no just uh fuck fuck sam and just to, to reiterate fuck fuck sam. <laughs> fuck sam fuck sam yeah I think I, yeah. I don't think fuck Sam, but I do think you snooze, you lose. In what wait, in what sense? I oh, just think from Sam's perspective, you snooze, you lose. I'm saying I'm saying I find Sam's perspective understandable at 24, but you know, you snooze, you lose. You made your oh, decision, and it'll be a good lesson. Boris <laughs> is out to teach a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I say go with the arranged marriage since you already broke up with the one guy first. But uh, if unless Kobayashi comes along, I think Sean hit the nail on the head. Go fuck Kobayashi. That's that's what it is. I don't care. Be like mom, dad. I I'm going to Tokyo. Why? You'll you'll find out. This is going to sound crazy. You're going to find out when I come back if my mission is success. If if not, I'm just going there to fucking do selfies while 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 eating sushi off of conveyor belts. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, well, perfect. Well, I think we answered that question. I think we answered all of our questions really, right. really good. And um, yeah, and, and amazing comments from the people today. My, my, this my, has been my. Awesome. Thank, 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 thank you to Joel. Thank you to, to, to Sean, Tim, yeah. everybody, man. All Dirty N, everybody. Deanna, Amy, all, all the people commenting. You guys were awesome. Catch us back next Thursday, every single week, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Uh, catch Boris. Catch catch the uh, the, the the first uh, Bushwick Bear show. That's May sixth at the stand, seven p.m. Check out Adam Spokel. Right. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, thanks thanks for being on, man. Thanks to our guests. Thanks to the listeners. Until next week, later. <laughs> Any broadcast? <laughs> <laughs>